News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Yeah, I was singing a little bit there. Good Sunday morning. Hope it's going well for you. We've got a great show. A lot of interesting stuff, including coming up, something that's really going to get our one of our, our featured people in the studio, Brad Luller, excited about talking about. He doesn't even know this yet. Um, Brad, coming up, 14 surprising places where mold hides in the home. Oh, I love talking and, about mold. Oh, yeah. See, this he's is the just only 30 guy. minutes. Yeah, it's only 30 minutes. Uh, I've got yeah, a question yeah. for you about some effervescence on the outside of my house. All right, we'll talk. We'll get to that. Efflorescence. Sorry. So that's coming up. That's the voice, by the way, of first Brad, Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service. They hire vets to do the inspections. They come in as a team. I mean, they literally come in as a team and get the job done. Uh, great people, 357-0813. Good to see you here. Good morning. You heard the voice of my son, Greg. Yes, sir. Uh, who's also part well, he's part head of the whole our team. I do a lot. He does a lot, and in charge of our uh, media and marketing at We Sell Louisville on Instagram. And then our buddy Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. And just a little thing about Chuck, he does a lot of stuff, including not only great closing attorney, he has a great repertoire of jokes and restaurants to. Attend. So and you a gorgeous mustache. No, no. stop. <laughs> okay. You notice how the less hirsute amongst us are. <laughs> you know, oh, I think it's God. just because he's been shaving oh, his whole geez. life. Yeah, okay. No, the, you, you realize I, I had a mustache. You used to have one, but you didn't have. <laughs> no, that. I've like, seen that picture by far. You had a classic Anchorman. That yeah, that was. I had the new school. I have the Ron Burgundy coming mustache. at you from Bob's mustache. <laughs> All right, gotta make sure there's no food in there. So, uh, just a quick update. A couple of three four. four Four weeks ago, we did a couple of segments, uh, two shows uh, carried over on dishwasher stacking. Never did we have so much of feedback from so many people throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area. So let's start with you, Chuck. Well, it's clearly an area of of contention. Yeah. Uh, how many How many people are like, oh, my spouse? They they you know, they re redo it after I fill it. I couldn't look at my dishwasher the same way after the segment, and oh. I kept thinking. And you Brad and I were just talking it. off air. We were talking about how you load the dishes in on opposite ends, which seemed in theory great because the water spray mm-hmm. would hit on the outsides. Well, mine and That's Brad, right. we, we don't have they dish- load one direction. One direction, mm-hmm. so you can't. Like the band, you can't turn them around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. They won't be yeah. optimally yeah. rinsed. But yeah. all the other stuff does hold true. I've made sure to put my large utensils laying down. I do think about it often. And yeah, never put your knives in there. You're you're good, good cutting knives. knives. Yes. The right. German, well, that we the, but the German but, steel. You no, know, my point yes. in bringing this back up. You had somebody who yeah, approached uh, you, lady in uh, the, the one of my neighbors, uh, Bonnie. She came by and mentioned that. Shout out! I got I got shout out to Bonnie, Linda. Linda in my neighborhood stopped me by and said she enjoyed listening to the show, so I wanted to give her a quick shout out. And Miss Janet at church. There you go, Miss Janet. Yep, that's right. And my thanks to GE (laughs) for calling me. They heard us promoting the show, and I guess they listened and wanted to give us some tips. But I told her we already got everything together. But GE and ladies and gents, if you're listening, call me down the road here. We'll get you on the show, and we can talk about other. Ways of utilizing the great appliances. People helping people. Our Such local people. Yeah. You can dishwasher canning. Yeah. It's a thing. Three seven six five four eight three dishwasher canning? Uh, yeah, really? if you want to you know, just basically you're just boiling the thing if your water's hot enough. Oh there. Uh, okay. You mm. can actually I've seen it. You can actually oh, can in okay. your dishwasher. I gotta Google this. The to the phones we go now. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi 
Bob. This is Hawa. Yes. So I've got a question. I'm buying a house with my friend, uh -huh. and I just want to know what can I do to prevent any problems down the road? This is a great question, and many times it could be a girlfriend, a boyfriend. It could be a future partner. Chuck, mm -hmm. what would you suggest to anybody who's thinking? And by the way, folks, it may not be you who's listening right now who needs this advice, but your kids or grandkids could use this advice to so listen up. Yeah, if you're buying it with a friend and there's no uh, official relationship uh, that the courts would recognize, it's it can get kind of scary. Uh, agreements on the outside as to who gets what, uh, you know, you just can't count on that. Uh, I can't, uh, every time a uh, young lady uh, buying property wants to put her boyfriend on the deed or vice versa, it's like, Okay, uh, we'll do what you want, but let's discuss what can happen. What happens if you break up? Uh, uh, you're not in a relationship that the court will uh, look at and go, hey, you get this, you get that. It, it gets ugly. Uh, and even if you have agreements outside uh, or you know on the side, uh, going to court to have to enforce those agreements will, will kill the sale. I mean, it's just it's just practically not a good idea. Uh, and but you know, if you're putting in equal amounts of money, I can see that. Uh, but it's it's when you've got one put party putting up all the money, wanting to put someone else on the deed. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have a conversation, uh, so, and and that's a good conversation to have now and not later. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So the uh, give Chuck a call is what it comes down to at uh, four nine nine six three six zero. So good advice. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. Yep. This is Ken. Oh. I'm thinking about selling my house, house in the next couple of months. I've got a problem in my bathroom where I'm getting some mold around the shower, and there's no venting out in the main bath. It's in the water closet there's some venting, but not in the main bath. What should I do? So this is a great question. We're going to talk more about mold and where it hides in a moment. But, Brad, this is right up your alley in home team. So what, what should you do? Yeah, so in a situation like that, Typically, uh, that room will have a window in it. Um, so it, if he's taking a shower, I know that it's, you know, with cooler weather upon us, that may be inconvenient to open that window uh, while they're showering. But at least at some point um, in the maybe when he's done showering, he just opens the window up to allow the, the water to escape. Um, you can always have vents put in. Um, they're not that, you know, terribly expensive, fairly simple as long as you've got, a, you know, electric close. Um, you can add a vent to that room as well. I mean, the the, the trick to, to mold, and sounds like we're going to talk about this here in a little bit, is to just remove the moisture, you know, from the from the environment in order to get rid of the mold. It's got to have water in order to live. Yeah, so open a window. If you have mm -hmm. a fan, turn the yep. fan on. What about will opening a door to the hallway help? You, you can, and it, if it does open up into another room that has a vent fan, then certainly I would leave the door open, turn the vent fan on in the other room. When so you're, when you're taking a shower, I can't begin to tell you how many homes we walk into and I see either mold or the ceiling paint in yeah. the bathroom peeling bubbles, bubbles right. or mm -hmm. even peeling itself. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the question, of course, is when the well, what happens is the kids are not putting the fan on even or if the they have fans a fan broken because of or the fans neglected. broken right generally yeah in fact I noticed um, in our Sandy and I have a master bathroom and there's a fan in there. And I, I don't think it's at the, I don't think it's working as well as it should. So yeah. I'm going to replace that. Yes, it's on my list to do in the mm -hmm. next couple of months to try to draw more air out yeah. because I don't, I know you know this is a 
a telltale sign of a problem it, that's happening. It is, and new fans are a lot more powerful. They move a lot more air, mm-hmm. and they're a lot quieter than that's, the old fan. And that's where I wanted if, to go with it. Yeah. What if you're in a condo? Every uh, uh, restroom mm-hmm. or bathroom fan that I've ever heard sounds like a jet engine yes. going on. Yeah, and they're, it, they're, they're very inexpensive to replace. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do it very simply. Uh, they pop in. There's there's a relatively standard size for the hole, so you you just find out what size opening you have. You buy a new fan for that size opening, and it's probably a fifteen to twenty minute job for someone who's huh. familiar with it. Maybe thirty minutes to an hour for someone doing it for the first time. It's it's not that challenging. So spending more money for the fan will that give you quieter or more air yes. movement. Yes. I, I just put one yes. in my, I was re- finishing my basement and I yeah. was doing the wiring with a, with a buddy and we I put the fan in and at Home Depot, they've got different levels that are That's right. quiet rated mm-hmm. oh. prices. So yeah. they will say on the box what, yeah. what to and look for. They're good, better, best. Yes. I mean, the, a lot of the new homes or, you know, the, the existing fans were contractor grade when they were put in. Yeah. They weren't the best when they were installed. And yeah. now the, you know, the motor technology's come a long way, and they're much, much quieter move a lot more volume. So, Chuck, it sounds like we know what your afternoon project is today. Yes. Yes, putting in the new fan. Yeah. And by the way, good news, it will not hurt your mustache. Ah. No, no hairs will be harmed. Nothing in, could. Nothing could. He's got enough wax on it. wax protection. Right. Right. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekilder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Ryan. Yeah. We're thinking about listing our house for around 300 How often do you run into an issue with appraisers saying it should be listed for less? It really depends. I would tell you that happens all the time. So we, we, we're quick to criticize appraisers, but I will tell you they're doing a really good job. And if you listen to the show, you've heard me talk about this before. In other cities around the country, and let's just take Boulder, Colorado, where Greg and I have a friend, Chris Rattay. Oh, yeah. And Chris has was told us that an entry-level home, um, you know, three-bedroom, maybe one bath, maybe a garage or a, a basement, entry-level, 600000 bucks because... The the whole thing is run amok there. Their their prices kept going up. Colorado is insane, and they're building out yeah. of control there as well. Mm-hmm. So so here in Louisville, maybe you're going to pay a hundred and hundred and fifty thousand for that same house. But part of the reason is exactly what we're talking about: is the appraisers keep us in check. Where in the downturn of the economy, the one of the reasons around the country is that we had double digit appreciation, where homes were being sold year over year for. 10% appreciation. We're here in Louisville, we're seeing 3, 3%, usually 3%. Steady. 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 So that, on one hand, it will protect all of us when we go to buy and or sell. On the other hand, um, it could curtail or sink a potential sale if you're priced overpriced um, and you haven't done the comps, and that's what an agent is for, to look at the actual physical comps, compare them. When I say comps, those are comparables. And compare those in your neighborhood to what else has been done. And one of the things I'm doing is I take my laptop, folks. I bring it out there. I go open the MLS on my laptop. And now I sit with you and we compare your homes to other homes that have sold on the market in your neighborhood so that you get a chance to see what they've done. If you have upgrades and they don't, that's a win for you and more money for you. So, so. you're saying, oh, I'm going to do it for 300 Well, what is it based on? Bob's going to come in and sit down and yep. show you, and then chances are you're going to say, oh, well, he's either in line with what I thought or he's really telling me something I didn't know in the yeah. first place. Yeah, and, and we'll list it for whatever you want as a seller, but you just, you'll just you know when I leave there 
what I think, and it's always an opinion, and it varies, but what I think an appraiser will appraise us for. You want to go for more money? That's great. But just know this is something we set your expectations at the level that um, that we think will end up occurring. And I, I'm hoping that my fellow agents around uh, Louisville and Southern Indiana do the same thing so that everyone's on the same page. You get a feel for what the price should be. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Waleen. Hey. We're planning on selling our home. Yeah. Do you think a, how, a home sells better furnished or unfurnished? So let's. The most recent guy who in this group here who sold his home was Chuck. Mm-hmm. So was yours furnished or unfurnished when you sold it? Well, when you say furnished, you mean has furniture in it, yeah. not selling yeah. with furniture. Or no, no, not selling your furniture. Or, We're okay. talking about... So I was going to say, down in the islands and in Europe, yeah, the, the houses things. come with yeah, furniture. furniture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I left some of it in there. I was... Uh, you had moved, it moved partial move, but yeah. you left some stuff in there. Well, yeah, we, we had moved before we listed it, actually. Okay, but so but the point was, you yeah. left some of the furniture. Yeah, we did leave some of the furniture. So with mine, when Sandy and I bought this other house and... Um, we had to sell hers, and we sold mine at different times. Both were furnished, but what we did with the, what mine is we had it staged professionally, mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of it, but it's it's costly. It can cost you money, so it's not something that everyone will do, but we have stagers that will help you. But I'm a firm believer that a home will sell for more money if it's staged properly so people can see what what it will look like with furniture in it. It gives the rooms dimensions so they can see that it's a room that's big enough to accommodate a, a big bed and dresser and things like that. Now, for, for, for a photography yeah. standpoint, there's two sides to this. So one, what Bob's saying, if it's, if it's staged correctly, then it will help it sell for more. But if you're just asking if there's furniture in it, well, yeah. I can tell you there's a lot of houses that I've photo- photographed that the furniture's in the wrong place. The furniture makes the room look smaller, right. looks however, like you're where, where a house of those types may be better suited to be empty but mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. because you know you come into the doorway and boom there's a big piece of furniture right in the front of the way where you walk in now yeah. if it's staged properly and an agent will go right. in there and help you say okay you need to move this piece of furniture or i'll come in there as a photographer and physically move something to make it look better but you got to be careful I too left, much you know i left a home this past week we talked for a long time on here i said okay so here's the philosophy here's what we need to think about and i gave them examples so we go in and help them stage the home uh, the other thing is we do on vacant homes, we have the ability to virtually stage them, to actually put pictures mm-hmm. in the listing of what the furniture would look like. Now, of course, we can't do that in person. We can't do it with the 3D, but with individual single pictures, we have that ability to do that. So if you want more information, just give me a call at 376 By the way, if you're thinking of selling, send me an email. We've got a 150-plus booklet tip booklet that will give you some amazing tips on what to do to get ready to sell your home bob at we sell and then put um, selling tips in the subject line we're going to take a break when we come back in the studio with us we'll talk more with chuck crosby the crosby law offices at 499-6360 brad lawler home team inspection service 357-0813 my son greg instagram at we sell and you can reach me, 376-5483. 14 surprising places where mold hides in the home. When we come back, Brad's already getting ready, ready for this. Ready. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team, get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house-hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. With regards to the Guaranteed Sale Program, just give me a call. Come out, we set the price, and then we try to sell it, which we do in almost every case. You can cancel it any time with our Guaranteed Sale Program. All right. So in the studios with me, we've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, and his number is 499-6360. Also here, Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service. They hire vets. We appreciate them for that. And you can reach Brad and his teams, multiple teams. How many teams do you have, by the way? Uh, we're moving in on seven. Seven teams. Yep. 357-0813. My son, Greg, at... We in- Sell Louisville. That's on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. And then you can reach me anytime at uh, bob at wesellouisville.com or 376-5483. Question for our folks here in the studio... A slice of bread in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and you see a little mold on one corner, or it's in a you know a stack. Or maybe it's not in the refrigerator. Maybe it's just you know. It's going to say shouldn't keep your bread in the in refrigerator. The refrigerator. Yeah, so, okay. That's yeah. the first yeah. red flag. Yeah. Okay. So piece of mold, pull it out. Do you use it? Cut it off and then use it or not? No. Okay, Brad. I cut the mold off and eat the rest. Of I'm the with bread. you there. I throw yeah. away the whole loaf. Yeah. See, that's go. sandy. Yeah. The first sign that it even is stale, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So so that brings us to our 14 places where mold hides in the home. Under the sink, number one, Brad. Yes. Why? Oh, yes. Well, you've got water under there. Water, you've got, you've got the right temperature, and you've got plenty of things for uh, mold to uh, feed on. 
Yeah. Loves the substrates under there. Right. Loves wood, Loves wood cabinets, wood. wet wood cabinets. Great yep. place. It thrives in a warm, moist, and uh-huh. dark environment. Yep. Um, so you got to check down there. Wipe down the interior of the cabinet under the sink with a bleach mm-hmm. or hydrogen peroxide-based cleaning solution. Here's the next one. that When I read this in prep for this show, I did this immediately. <laughs> I cleaned this immediately. Inside the toothbrush holder. Yeah. 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 So I, I have the, you know, the, the toothbrush where you press it and it, mm-hmm. it does the zzz. And yeah. so, so I went, clean the whole thing. I just went, okay, I'm done. In your filing cabinets, Chuck, <laughs> we're looking at you. I, I have no mold in my filing cabinets. You're sure about that? I'm positive. Listen, paper is constructed yeah. from wood pulp, which is an organic feast for mold spores. Mm-hmm. If your home experiences water damage, high humidity, or your paper files could become damp, especially yeah. if you do a lot of cooking mm. with, like, steam. No, I don't keep my files near my No, cooking. I got that. Yeah. Okay. Basements. So, so but just They're be alert. Yeah. yeah, be a yeah. basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be careful. It's on or in toys. Small mm-hmm. children put everything in their mouths. Their toys can oh. get pretty slobbery. And Dirty Greg, who's... Dirty Greg. No, dirty. <laughs> slobbery and dirty. <laughs> Sorry, period. He's just remembering, he's remembering my childhood. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> slobbery and dirty. Period. Insert period here. Greg has a one-plus-year-old, Noah. And she she gets, you know, anybody who's got young kids knows. And it's really good. Go on Amazon. Get yourself one of those little portable steamers. Oh, um, okay. And we basically every week or so we take, especially when the kids are sick at daycare, we, we bring the, the toys and we steam everything. That's a good point. As long as you know allow those toys to, to dry. dry. Yes, yes. I'm just not sure that's a good idea. What? I've read the articles that yeah. say that uh, allergies and uh, your likeliness to get sick comes from living in a pristine environment. Oh, so you're saying give the kids the mold? I'm saying that when I grew up, we lived in a four-room house with seven people, a toilet that didn't work, yeah. and water that didn't drain out the tub, everyone, but no water pressure. Solid. I smell the smell of mildew walking into that house every day. So to this day, when I smell mildew, I go, oh, I'm home. Oh, my God. Um, I'm home. That's I'm not allergic you... to anything. You practically have to give me a shot of the and flu. I, and I will agree with you because you sick. need to build up the tolerance, yeah. right? But what I'm saying is say they're already sick. I'm just trying to get that sickness out of the house. Now, at the same time, I get where you could just be making everything pristine and clean all the time. But um, So here's what the takeaway uh, is from what Chuck just said. If you're invited over for Chuck and Sherry's house for dinner, (laughs) I'd be be a little leery. I'm saying that while I, (laughs) when I went to college and there was actually showers, I took four of them a day. So my house does not have any mold or mildew. In my experience, it's a little different because when I smell, when I walk into home and smell mold and mildew, I go, Ah, I'm a money inspector. (laughs) Also, on appliance seals and drip pans. So the seals outside the refrigerator, Mm -hmm. the drip pans, you got to check that. Under or on floor mats in, I guess, the car or your Mm -hmm. house. The the floor mats are gross. Which which one are we talking about? In the cars or at the house? No, no, no. In the house. In the house. house. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You just, they they gather stuff up, but you pull it up and look on the, uh, Yeah, if you look at those those padded ones that people have in their sinks. I know. Oh, those are, there's a lot of stuff. Those are really bad. And I'll go one step further. So we, you got a dog, right? Mm -hmm. We've got a dog in a watering bowl. Well, the Mm -hmm. dog often, she'll drink and then as she's walking away a couple of waters yeah. comes out of you know driplets from their mouth yeah. and then it goes under the mat oh. that and now oh, you well, got think well, about we're talking pets tr- cats oh, love those oh, we things can go there oh my all right all right keep you yeah. <laughs> on 
carpets, carpets, carpets and upholstery mm-hmm. beneath water pa- uh, wallpaper and drywall, which mm-hmm. I saw yeah. that uh, has happened, and that's a problem. Yeah, on plumbing and ductwork, you got to look for it. And then around boilers and water heaters, on ceiling tiles, and then on your dishes, the... Uh, how does it, you know, okay, so it you, says everyone wants to save time. Your dishes away wet. It can be tempting to skip the dry cycle on your dishwasher. So here we go with the dishwasher yeah. again. So to speed up any dish duty, slash your energy bills, sometimes you just <laughs> kill the dry cycle. Just know if you're skipping drying, you could be inviting mold into your kitchen. Dishes need to be thoroughly dry before you stack them in the cupboard. So you hear that, Casey? Dish- Sorry. Uh-oh. We've just opened up a can of worms over at Greg's house yeah. with his wife, know. Casey. Not at all. Not at all. So if your dishwasher doesn't do the drying, you need to manually dry with a dish towel. Otherwise, you might find mold growing in between those stacked or, places. And it grows in the cabinets real yeah. quickly because, again, the mold has to have water. It has to have the right temperature, which is the same temperature we love living in. Yep. That says something neat. It loves any sort of wood-based products, street rock, all those things. Just remember that. Love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've talked about this. We love feedback. We hope it's good, but listen, we never know. We try to do our best, um, and we just sold William and Kathy's home, and I asked them, how did we do? Great. It was a wonderful experience. Smoothest one I've ever been through. The, we sold it in one day, didn't we? Absolutely. Yes. Day, yeah, we, first day listed. Were you shocked at that? Yes. yes. You were? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. How long did you expect it to be on the market? A month or two. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah at least. Did you see the pictures and the marketing that we did? Yes, yes. they were great. Mm-hmm. I think good they job. really they really look good. Well, you did great in getting the house ready for sale, but certainly they were. That was a good job of pictures. Were yeah. very good. Very Any, impressed. Anything we should do differently? No, I can't think of it. No, <laughs> no, no yeah. it's great. Uh, thank you very you know, much. Who took those pictures? That was you, Greg. Oh, oh all you, buddy ah, boy. Hey, all hey. you. To see more about what we do, go to uh, check our reviews at LouisvilleZillow.com. Go to Louisville to see our pictures. At we still live on Instagram. Also at Louisville3D.com. Boom. And to see what our sellers say about us, uh, LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. And buyers, LouisvilleBuyersTalk.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sikulder, Louisville Real Estate Real Estate Show. News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Kelly. Yeah. Um, my husband and I bought a home several months ago and later discovered that when it rains, there's a terrible leak in the roof. We hmm. found out the sellers repaired the issue but the repairman had simply just patched up the hole and painted over the ceiling stain. Mm. The disclosure said nothing about the repairs. The sellers won't respond to us. Do we sue the sellers or the repair company? Mm. Chuck, this is all you. Well, privity of contract would prevent you from suing the contractor. Because they didn't, the, yeah. the new owners didn't. Now, a lot of agents will request that home repairs be put in the buyer's name as mm-hmm. well as their home. Yeah, I know that, and, and I understand that, um, and while that may be a good idea, I don't, you know, I've always wondered whether or not that would actually hold up in court, Interesting. Uh, because, you know, in all reality, they've never had any contact of any sort with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, privity of contract is, is what's going to prevent that, and privity of contract is you can't sue somebody that you didn't have a contract with. So if Who's Bob paying? fixes Who's my paying? roof... Uh, and I sell the house, so uh, you know over so, here to so Greg. Where would he she, can't go. Where does she go Greg then? Then? So where does uh, well, Kelly go? 
as I always say, first off, you got to fix it, obviously, uh, and that's going to tell you what your damages are. So the the new owner fixes yeah. the the you, issue. You don't want to let it go. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you've got right. to you mitigate got your right. damages. You if I hurt you, you have to do something to prevent that hurt from going any farther. Otherwise, it's your fault okay. uh, to some extent. Uh, so you have to mitigate the damages. Plus, that gives you a baseline as to what your damages are. And uh, unlike on TV, you can't just sue somebody because hey, you know, you don't like them uh, and you want more money. You got to uh-huh. have an actual damage. Uh, and then uh, usually what I suggest is you go to the other realtor and you say, hey, you know, I was damaged in this amount. I would like the seller to take care of it. If they don't, then give me a call and uh, I will hook you up with the correct attorneys. Got it. So that makes a lot of sense. Hopefully that helps you on, as well, Kelly. We are out of time, believe it or not. Boy, this went fast. In the studio, our thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499 Six zero. He does a great job at closings. He's a great chef, tells great jokes, and he has a pretty decent looking mustache. And then gorgeous, <laughs> yeah. gorgeous. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service three five seven zero eight one three. They hire vets. We love them for that. They have teams. You can reach them anytime at the three five seven. They'll find mold and mushrooms you. in your house. Yep. Also, my son, Greg, who does a great job with our marketing. At we with, sell Louisville on Instagram. Pictures, great. videos. We sell Louisville 3D. No, it's Louisville3D.com, right? Yep. And then you can reach me anytime, uh, day or night. I try to answer my phone all the time. 376-5483. Have a great Sunday. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.